listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there from Japan, Jism, with Endless Blockade for Pussy Footer. From the Peace Compilation, put together, from da- put together by Dave from MDC. Today on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with... Willis 
Earl Beale. In fact, two interviews with Willis Earl Beale. I'm going to begin by playing an interview I did a couple years ago with Willis Earl Beale, and then a brand new interview with Willis Earl Beale, talking all about his soon-to-be-released LP CD on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. So let's get reacquainted with Willis Earl Beale. Here's an interview I did a couple years ago with Willis Earl Beale, and then a brand new interview with Willis Earl Beale on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Radio show. Who are you? I'm the sun and the moon. You are Willis Earl Beale. Yes. Willis Earl Beale? It was an existential question. Yes, Willis Earl Beale, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Uh, thank you for welcoming me to British Columbia, Canada, uh, Canada. And Canada, in Canada, B.J. Snowden. You're into B.J. Snowden, aren't you? I know B.J. Snowden. Me and her go way back. And her big hit is, of course, in Canada. Yes, yes, in Canada. When did you meet B.J. Snowden? I did not. That was a lie. Oh, okay. I just love her tune. But I do like her songs. Willis Earl Beale, on stage, you have a reel-to-reel. Could you describe your setup and tell people what is a reel-to-reel if they don't know what that is? Well, a reel-to-reel is uh, two wheels, and it plays a tape, and you hook it up over the PA, and uh, it sounds kind of fuzzy, and it's brown, and it's a box, and uh, kind of lights up a little bit, and it's an old-school machine. And what I was thinking, Willis Earl Beale, is what happens if it breaks? Well, uh... I don't know. Well, I have an answer for you right here. I have a gift for you to welcome you to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Willis Earl Beale. Right here, a vintage Sony reel-to-reel. Holy fuck. And I really appreciate this, really. Oh, no problem. And it also has a whole bunch of nice little tidbits to go with it, including this mic that you can check. Man. Yeah, this is, this is a hell of a good gift. And, uh, thank you very much. And another thing that's really important, splicing tape. Splicing tape. Jesus, because yeah. Your music is on reel-to-reels, right, if people look at it? Yeah, yeah, it's on reel-to-reel. If they come and see you live. And what happens if the reel-to-reel breaks? Well, now you can splice it back together. Have you done any sli- splicing? I haven't done any splicing, no. Actually, I don't have experience in splicing. I, I use, like, boom boxes and karaoke machines, and I never was a technical wizard. I just did whatever I could. I got into the reel-to-reel machines with uh, my producer over there. Well, now you have the big reel-to-reel from the 60s, the Sonys, for you, Willis Earl Beale. Yes, sir. And I forgot to use your full name. Nardwar the Human Serviette. Human Serviette. And Willis, actually, you can put that down if you'd like for a moment there so you don't have to keep holding it. I like holding it. Yeah, I enjoy holding it. It's, it's a very good machine. Willis Earl Beale, when you were growing up, is it true that you used to make paper models of the Chicago Bulls? Holy fuck, you're giving me Dennis Rodman. I never had Dennis Rodman. I, I got Michael Jordan, but I do, yeah. What did you do back then? You made, like, paper models, and then you had them play against each other and keep stats and stuff? Yeah, I set them up, and uh, I would put them right, you know, I would set up the point guard, the power forward, the shooting guard, and, uh, yeah, I'd ball up a ball, put a hanger from an, uh, a raised-up place, and I would play games and, and kind of guesstimate the stats, and I would have the stats in my head all day. How long did it take to make the dolls? Because you're really into art. Were you always into art? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was more regurgitation than uh, actual, like, uh, like art. You know, I never cared about art. I just did it because I was trying to be comfortable. And Derek Rose lives in your hood? He used to. He got out, though, and that was probably a good idea. Willis Earl Beal, you love sandwiches, don't you? I like sandwiches. I just said I like sandwiches for that interview, just trying to be weird. But 
actually like sushi better than sandwiches. <laughs> so I was thinking Italian beef sandwiches. What do you think about them? Oh, those are great. Those are great. Those are Chicago treasure. Now, speaking of Chicago and Chicago pizza, what about Reggio's? Have you been to Reggio's pizza at all? People dig Reggio's, but I dig Uno's and Giordano's. I think Giordano's is a more uh, a more good Chicago, more good. You can't say that. It's better. It's better. I'm very nervous. I've never been on TV. What about Italian Fiesta? I've never heard of that before. How about some other places? Tacos. You love the tacos, don't you, Willis or Obiel? I think I just about like everything except black licorice. What's the taco places? Pepe's? You heard of Pepe's and Flash Taco? Yeah, I heard of Pepe's and Flash Taco, but see, Pepe's is, is, is lame. Go to the taco trucks. Go to 43rd Street, where the, the, all the Mexicans are, and they, they you get tacos they cheat you at home, tacos they buche, that kind of shit. That's good. Willis Earl Beal, how hard is it to steal hamburgers from Burger King? You know what? It's not hard at all if you work there. Actually, it's not probably not hard if you don't work there. You just go right, right behind the counter. I did get fired from Burger King for stealing hamburgers, though. How did you get caught then? Well, they saw me going out with the burgers. They saw me putting them in my bag, and uh, they didn't like that too much. Willis Earl Beal, there's a place called the Green Mill in Chicago, isn't there? Yeah, those bastards. I'm sorry. Uh, I heard that you were clicked off stage. What's getting clicked off stage? Not kicked, but clicked. Sons of bitches clicked me off the stage because uh, I, I had some bad poetry that I wanted to recite. The depths of my soul. And they didn't like the depths of my soul. What's getting clicked off stage, though? Clicked. They like snap and hiss. What the, I don't know what the fuck that is, but they snap and hiss. It's, it's ridiculous. Well, Earl Beal, I have another gift for you, and it relates to this gentleman right here. How did you get into Jandak? You are a beautiful human being, and you know what? I would kiss you, but I'm not homosexual, so I'm going to hug you when I put these things down, because you're a gorgeous person. As you put those down, maybe you could just think for a second. Jandak, what can you tell us about Jandak? You can put that down now, Willis Earl Beal. Sure, but I, I'm trying not to. There's the important reel-to-reel there, too. I guess that is important in case the other one kicks out. You did this. Why are you so nice to me? Well, because you're Willis Urobio coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and you're keeping the memory of a reel-to-reel alive. Not many artists are doing that. And Jandak, too. What can you tell the people about Jandak, Willis Urobio? Okay. So Jandak is awesome. He's from Texas. He's been doing this shit for since the 70s. And... Uh, Corwood Industries. I, I wanted to get signed by Corwood prior to being signed by XL. So, Jandek, if you're out there, hey, man, give a nigga a shout. Willis Earl Beal, did you lead Batman to the army or did Batman lead you to the army? Batman, you know what? I designed a Batman suit. You really did your homework. You're good. I designed a Batman suit because I wanted to be a crime-fighting vigilante in the army. Yeah. What was your specialty in the army? Did you get to do that? No. I went to the Army because I wanted to be a crime-fighting vigilante, but that didn't work out because, as it turns out, you need real motivations to go in the Army. But uh, I was going to be a military police, believe it or not. So if you can imagine that. Willis Earl Beal, who are the hipster hop freaks? Stupid song. Yeah, okay. I don't know. It's just guys who, like, are totally adamant about what it is they're doing. I was trying to generalize it, but it, it just came out as a kind of a bad rap. And I was being cheeky. And anybody who says, well, it's a bad rap, is kind of missing the point. Because there's the emo rock geeks. Who are the emo rock geeks? And you have the big punk in there, too. At the time, at the time, emo was big when I first came out to Albuquerque. And that's when I wrote that song. 
so emo was in but now like it comes off as just dated so yeah just anybody who's like just wearing shit and thinking that they're a part of something when you can't really be a part of anything without looking like an idiot and freewheeling like Bob Dylan and another gift for you Willis Earl Beal a Bob Dylan LP I wish I had a record player you got a record player in there well we got the real to real <laughs> you're halfway there almost <laughs> yeah all right another lyric yes sir Willis Earl Beal when you're up on stage you're really good at performing with a drink you're really good at holding a drink is it hard to perform and hold a drink at the same time nah it's not tradition I can do it You've said sometimes when you're up on stage, if you open your eyes wide, you'll get a slight advantage over other performers. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if you lock in and you've studied hypnotism, then, um, yeah, I guess you do have a slight advantage. I think that's actually true because that's what I do to my audience now once I take the glasses off. Can you give a quick little demonstration right now for us? All righty there. There you go. Are you shocked? Willis Earl Beale, how silent do your audiences get? Yeah, you can hear a pin drop or a drink. Yeah. How about how loud do they get? They don't get loud. My audiences never get loud. Sometimes I actually, when they, when they do make noise, they're chattering, and I don't hesitate to tell them to be quiet. Do you sometimes play with a whip, Willis Earl Beale? No, I play with a belt. But you do wear a cape, though, kind of on stage, right? Kind of, yeah. Willis Earl Beale, when you were on The X Factor, one of your friends on The X Factor was a transvestite trucker? Yeah. I wish I could remember his name. He would appreciate a shout-out. He's having troubles in his life right now. He's, uh, he's, he's like, like helping his paraplegic cousin or some shit. But uh, he was a cool guy. What sort of adventures did you guys have together? We didn't have any adventures together. I mean, we were just on the show. Anything that... Is anything else that's written like we were on the road together? That's 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 a lie. But we, I did meet him at the show, and he was a nice fella, and we drank together. For the finale of the X Factor, you were drunk. That's right. Yeah, I was hammered. But you had decided that the whole time you're going to go to the X Factor, you're going to be drunk for the final, right? Or was that just an impulsive thing? It was impulsive because everybody was weird, you know, and not weird like you, weird in a bad way. Just, you know, just like dancing and singing in the bathroom, and I couldn't take it. They had me locked up in a room, and I had to get out. I smuggled alcohol in and stayed downstairs drunk all day. Willis Earl Beale, in high school, did you make a rap tape? I did. I did. I don't remember what it said. You don't remember any of the rhymes at all? I remember the rhymes. I, I tried to forget those rhymes, but the people didn't, they didn't want to let me forget. Willis Earl Beale, how did you discover Sharkula from Chicago? I discovered Sharkula walking down the street on a Division in Milwaukee. I was wearing these boots that were spray painted, they were rubber boots that were spray painted silver and my grandmother's rubber boots and Sharkula came up to me and was like, hey, you like hip hop? He was doing this, I don't know why, but he said, do you like hip hop? And I said, yeah, I like hip hop. And so, uh, you know, we bargained, we haggled and I, he gave me a CD for free. It's got Martin Luther King Jr. Whopper with cheese. And he's a real street legend, isn't he, from Chicago? What can you tell the people about Sharkula? Because he's into the art, he's into the music, just like yourself. People discovered you kind of similar way, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Actually, he's the he's one of the ones, him and Jandek, and one, one of the ones that motivated me to think that I could uh, go out to Albuquerque and leave shit around. It's just that I didn't intend for it to be heard by the whole world. I just wanted to be a little countercultural novelty. I didn't want to be like like this, but... So now I'm kind of fighting against myself, you know, because people are listening to 
this record like it's supposed to be a real record. But I got real talent that they haven't even heard yet because they ain't came to my live shows. Well, we can switch it from records to posters. And I have another gift for you, Willis Earlbeal, a Vancouver-centric gift right here, a postcard, a Bo Diddley postcard from when Bo Diddley played in Vancouver in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, that's all right, man. These are some good-ass gifts. Because you love the Diddley, don't you? I like Bo Diddley. And if you came to Vancouver a few weeks ago, and, of course, if you went all across North America, you might have found this poster. Maybe you'd like to open this up right now, if you could, Willis Earl Beal in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Another gift for you to welcome you to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. A poster, not a record, a poster. I'm coming back to Vancouver. What do we have there? Yes. You know who it is. It's Tom Waits. Hey, buddy, want to? Buy a record. Yeah, this is great, man. This is awesome. When did you get into Tom Waits? I walked in a fetish store on Belmont Avenue. What was the name of the store? I was curious. I don't remember. But there was this kind of fat dude in there playing Tom Waits, mule variation specifically. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome, you know. Because I had come from listening to like Smash Mouth and Nickelback and shit because I was trying to get out of. So I hear I hear Tom Waits and it's just like, and he gave it to me because he must have been flattered that a black dude could like Tom Waits or something. I don't know. Well, Nickelback will be flattered that you said that because they're from Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that Nickelback's bad or nothing. I'm just saying that I was listening to Q101 and it was just a different scene. That's all I'm saying. Or it's like the Vancouver connection. Matter of fact, I'll even say that I, I love Nickelback. i tell you why. I like Nickelback because there's a lot of fucking hipsters out there that don't like Nickelback. And I do the opposite of what everybody else does. Willis Earl Beale, in Albuquerque, you made some security logs at a La Quinta. Yeah, yeah. What can you tell the people about those? Those are amazing. What was your job and what were you drawing? Because I've seen those logs and they look great. Yeah, I wasn't drawing anything. I was just writing stuff because I was bored. And uh, the dude, uh, they fired me because I would sleep in the um, uh, the laundry area with this with this bum named the Colonel. We used to call him the Colonel. He smelled awful. But we had good conversations. And uh, they found me sleeping there, so they fired me. And then they, the guy was going to throw away my logs, but my coworker, who happened to be like this guy who does art and shit, saved them from putting them in the shredder. And he printed that shit out for me. And so that's pretty cool. Were you in a band in Albuquerque called the Macho Men from the flea market? <laughs> where, do you, where do you find this stuff? Why did you... I, they weren't called the Macho It was a joke. It was a joke. It was me, John Mohouse, and his girlfriend, but we never actually played a show. We just practiced three times, and I suggested that that should be the name. Who's on the cover of your album right now? Is that Jessica on the cover of your album? It ain't. It ain't. That, that there is cat power. Willis Earl Beale, you have a line, teeth and thighs going together, don't you? Teeth and thighs. Yeah, I don't know why I wrote that. I keep trying to figure out why did I... Why would I find teeth marks in my thighs? And how would I see the teeth marks if I'm wearing pants? I don't know. Not an illusion to cat power and you hanging out or anything like that? I think it was cat power coming coming out of the trees, since you know so much. <laughs> Willis Earl Beale, I heard that your next record, you kind of alluded to it, might have something to do with Screaming Jay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah, I was just talking to him. That he was telling me that what an entertainer he was and how progressive he was and how he had bones coming out of his nose walking down the street in the 50s. You can see that on the back, actually. There's a little picture. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, I like him. I discovered him because I like Jim Jarmusch films. And he was in the hotel wearing a red suit. 
and uh, Jim Jarmus likes his music. So, yeah, cool. Willis Earl winding up here, what can you tell the people about the Ghost Tones? Ghost Tones are cool. Uh, that was a band I was in. You know, didn't really work out too well. Um, they helped me out. And uh, I might come back and, and do something with them. But right now I'm trying to create my own sound. And they just want to play blues. And I want to do more than blues. Willis Earl Beale, you have a song called Swing On Low. Yes, Narwar, the human serviette. I do. And I was wondering, if you could sing a tiny little bit of that for us? Yeah, sure. Heaven lastly gave their chaos. Look around, nobody is there. There's no more last time before. Time passes through an open door. Realize that there is no floor. Calculator broken, so there is no score. Me and more manifesting more. Marks on the board, formulate folklore. Jack Hans don't cut the queen. Thrones vacant, there never was no king. Earl is coming with the switching. Another scene, sprout a stalk, only got one beam. Enchanted, got a bottle of his head, flowed down to a valley now red. Ate and drank like it never been fed. There's a new man dead from the flesh that bled. God's great till he found his fate. Parallel power at the end of the hour. Clock's dead, so there is no late. Decimate duality's tendency to cower. Shower shoes, so he lifts his fist. Caught a rare fish, number one on his list. Then let it go, cause he had the bliss. No more insisting his, he received the jizz. Swing on low in the flow. For the souls that don't know, now I'm whole. Amazing, Willis Earl Beal. Thank you. Thanks. I love the beginning of it, too, the little beat you have going there. Yeah, yeah. What's the beat for the beginning of that song, the sort of click, click, click? You mean the one on the record or the one on my live show? The Is one it... on the record. Oh, shit. Because you know what? That's, it... a, that's a garbage can or something and a spoon. It sounded amazing. It reminded me of a guy called Hazel Atkins, and he has a song called Chicken Walk that begins like, ah, 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 ah. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what I used on it. I don't remember. It sounds great. So I thought I would give you, lastly here, a Hazel Atkins record so that you can learn the song Chicken Walk because it's almost like Swing On Low. You're a hell of a good guy. I'm going to give you a hug on camera. Well, thanks so much. So people can think I'm a nice person. Really appreciate that, Willis Earl Beal. <laughs> Thank you. And lastly, Willis Earl Beal, what can you tell me about chamomile tea? How quickly does it put you to sleep? I don't drink it uh, to put me to sleep. I drink it now for my voice, but I don't know. I just like chamomile tea for some reason. I like to, I like to put whiskey in it, Jack Daniels and chamomile tea. Willis Earl Beal, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Man, shit. Thanks for the gifts. Thanks for your gifts, and thank you for yours. Well, thanks so much, Willis Earl Beal. Keep on rocking in the free world, and doot, 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 doot. Effortlessly gave their cares, look around, nobody is there. There's no more, less than before. Time passes through an open door.
Realize that there is no floor. Calculate a broken so there is no score. Me and more, manifest and more. Marks on the board, formulate folklore. Jack of hearts, don't court the queen. Thrones vacant, there never was no king. Earl is coming with a switch and another scene. Sprout is stalk, only got one bean. Enchanted, got up out of his head. Flow down to a valley now red. Ate and drink like he never been fed. From liquid in the flesh that bled. Four is great, till he found his fate. Parallel power at the end of the hour. Clock stairs, so there is no late. There's a main duality's tendency to cower. Shower sure, so he lifts his fist. Caught a rare fish, number one on his list. Then let it go, cause he had the bliss. No more insisting his seriously the gist. Swing on low in the flow, for the souls that don't know now I'm whole. Swing on low in the flow, for the souls that don't know now I'm whole. Swing on low, swing on low, swing on low. Swing on low. Big punk small time, still in my prime. Send the coop through the loop of a satisfied vine. I'm the bunny rock hopper, derelict sold down. I'ma dance in a trance till they put me in a pound. I ain't satisfied unless I'm acting the fool. I'm the caffeinated chap, microphone is my tool. I'm shiver fit, pissed with a shovel in my fist. Got my graveyard boots, as I had in the mist. I'm a fiend for the feeling, got a bone like a rocket. With a motor so loco, no bozos can stop it. Frogman hop it at the wall, I can't knock it. Thunder clatter, chitter chatter, don't matter if I drop it. One hand in my pocket, the other on the bar, sitting back on the seat. In the night I'm going far. Cocoa butter on my hands, potpourri on my pants. I'm sitting still on the side because I know in advance. Swing on low in the flow for the souls that don't know now I'm whole. Swing on low in the flow for the souls that don't know now I'm whole. Swing on low, swing on low, swing on low. Swing on low. Swing on low. Swing on low.
see the back of her hair while sitting in the seat. Window confession, cause she felt that he should. With only clouds to greet. Yo, yo, check it out. I'm doing it big. Willis and Brian, Sharkler is frying. Be your own boss. A beat boss getting tossed. A beat a tosser. I had the flavor. Sharkler of the hour. The days. Chilling with Willis nowadays. Mercedes been over that. Put the sauce flying. Song of flow. I must be chill, yo. With my people. City of small villains. Coming back. I'm exhausted. I'm not a sensitive thug. I'm a nice guy. I keep it rather fly. But if sees that shit in my face, I shit in they face. I never forgot my friends are hostage. Undisposable flows. Chicago, city of love and hate. This exotic treasure chest. Chocolate love smokes hash, dash. Stacy dash, water's mustache. Fairy tale, solid, collects. Cash, big brick checks, big checks. If sees Captain Crazy, never lazy. Catch Shrek, patio, edit, deck, desire. Rock chocolates, plague all aboard. Holy surgery, emergency, like Lanny. Green slime, like Linda Blaring. Throw up, rhyme, dirty, and corrupt. Get lost, be your own boss, be boss. Caribbean, camp bear, or European underwear. Island, Britain, Africa, Europe, Asia. We display it. Miracle flows, I'm straight from Chicago, Falcon flow, Hawk flow, Lion flow, for sure, B-boys, B-girls, from Chicago, I do it like this, no tennis racket, catch me at Burger or inside salad, with a license that's valid, not invalid. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And we have a caller on the line. Hello, caller. Are you there? Yes, the caller is here. And who are you? Well, that is a huge question. But my birth name is Willis Earl Beal. Willis Earl Beal, welcome back to the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. I played earlier on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show our interview, the audio version of our interview from a few years ago. And you're back now on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. Feel good to be back in, in British Columbia, even though it's just my voice. It's just your voice, Willis Earl Beale. And specifically, could you tell the people what we just heard? We heard Swing on Low by Willis Earl Beale. And then we heard something by Sharkula, Sad Sam, Willis Earl Beale and Sharkula. Can you explain to the people what we just heard? Well, what, which version of Swing on Low did you play? The, the one from the LP that you gave me. The last time I interviewed you, you gave me your LP. Oh, you played the original version. The LP version. Yes, yes. Well, uh, I needless to say, I, I don't really like that version, but uh, I'm sure there are other people who do. That is a very, very old recording that I did in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. And uh, the second track, it sounds like you played, was Sad Sam. That was a track that I produced. And uh, uh, I wrote everything, I, I wrote my lyrics, and I made the music, but I did not write Sharkula's part. And uh, Sharkula is a Chicago MC, 
And according to him, he'll tell you that he's been MCing and breakdancing since 1987 and also has been playing baseball. He also played baseball in 1992. I, I don't know why he says that, but I, I, I like to reiterate that for, for other people's benefit, that he has played baseball in 1992. I'm not sure in what capacity, but yeah. It's amazing that you collaborated with him finally, like you and Sharkula together. Yeah, yeah, I've, 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 it's, it's really amazing. It's, um, because I, I remember seeing Sharkula in the streets prior to even knowing what I wanted to do with my life. And, uh, he, he really sort of was this kind of enduring, encouraging ghost for me. And, uh, so to be finally on a song with him, uh, was really surreal for me particularly a song produced by me, you know, when, when he's the guy that came up to me and handed me his music. And when you played in Chicago, didn't he come out to your gig and act as like a hype man waving his hands back and forth? Yes, yes. Uh, unfortunately, that did happen. <laughs> I, I didn't tell him to do it. Uh, he's kind of got a mind of his own. But it was nice because... Um, it, it felt like a, a homecoming, you know, and it felt like all my dreams were coming true. You know, he was on stage with me, um, and I was supporting Cat Power uh, at the time. So, and I had a bunch of money in my pocket, and, and you know, it was decent. You know, I had a good meal that night, and uh, yeah, it was a really magical night. And this is in Chicago, Illinois, where you're from, Chicago. And I also was curious, Willis Earlbeal, that video store that Kanye West used to go to. What was the name of the video store? You went to the same video store that Kanye West went to? I remember you asked me that uh, before, and uh, I don't know. It, it's on, uh, it's like near 70, 79th and Western, somewhere around that area. I'm sure if you look it up on the internet, you'll be able to find it. It might be like Western Videos or something. I'm not sure. And it was his receipt or something that you noticed on the wall that he had been there? Like, how did you know he'd been there? Well, uh, yeah. Uh, so his um, his late fee is, is actually posted on the wall. It, it, at least it used to be. It was when I lived in Chicago. Uh, and I believe it was like for $27 or something. And as I understand it, the legend is that uh, he used to go there and because he, he was a film enthusiast and he liked uh, foreign films, so he used to go there. And I, I just, I don't even know why I said it. I guess it's just a way of attaching myself to a famous person. But yeah, it, it just so happened that Kanye West went to the same uh, video store. But uh, by the time I started going, he was long gone. And you are Willis Earl Beal. And if anybody has any questions for Willis Earl Beal, it's 604-822-2487, 604-UBC-CITR. Or you can also tweet me at Nardwar, N-A-R-D-W-U-A-R. I was curious, Willis Earl Beal, have any rappers contacted you? Like has Chief Keef contacted you? Have any rappers contacted you? No, no. And, and hopefully, hopefully they don't because I wouldn't know what to say. You do have a rap name, don't you? 2IGNIT? Oh, you're talking about 2 ignorant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, that's, a, that's a fake rap name. That's a, a pseudonym I came up with because uh, I was just contemplating, like, 
you know, becoming a caricature of a rapper. But I think uh, Riff Raff's got that covered. So uh, I like Riff Raff, by the way, and, and that's the kind of rapper I wanted to be. But unfortunately, Riff Raff has got it covered. Willis O'Beal, in the interview that I played previous to you coming on the air, I gave you a reel-to-reel player. Did you ever end up using it? What happened to the reel-to-reel? I'll tell you exactly what happened to it. Um, my sound man at the time, he said that he would hold it for me, and uh, I ended up owing him some money, and so he kept it. Okay, that answers that question right there. Well, we'll have to we'll have to get you another reel to reel. They're not that too hard to find. Actually, in the Pacific Northwest, where you're living now, there's lots of great thrift stores, so you might come across one. Oh, well, that's that's good. I don't know if that's good to know because you you gave me the impression that it was extremely rare at the time. Well, that particular model was pretty rare. That particular model was pretty rare because it was in mint condition. But it's not that hard to get them in general. Oh, I see. Well, I, you know, I got to find a way to uh, get that one back from, from my sound guy. I don't know. It stayed some type of heist or something. You were on XL Records or Hot Charity, a subsidy of XL. Did you ever get to meet Adele or Rat King? You know I'm not on there anymore, right? That's what I meant. You were on that label at that time. That's what I was... Oh, cool. Yeah, did I ever meet, did I ever meet Rat King? I met Rat King, actually, and I did not meet Adele because I, yeah, I didn't meet Adele, but I, I met Rat King. So that brings us to today, Willis Earlbeal. What is the solution? Is the solution a live album? You're releasing an album coming up, but is that the solution coming that, that is out there? In other words, the LP that we're hearing now why couldn't XL have re- released this LP? Maybe you can bring people up to date of what happened. The interview ended last time with you, Willis Earl Beal, and what has happened in the years in between? Well, in the years in between, I've, uh, I've quit uh, Hot Charity Recordings, um, and the reason why I quit them was because uh, I felt that I was evolving faster than uh, the the my you know my position in the record industry would have me involved and uh i kind of felt like my personal creative instincts were 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 being overlooked a bit you know i mean for a little while you know i was uh you know creating things and being really independent uh but i think that the the fail my failure to be a, a hit artist or a, a really really cool guy like a lot of the other guys you interview uh, I, you know, I think that probably wore on them and they did, I, I just felt like they didn't see the same kind of potential I saw in myself. They wanted me to be very, a very large artist and I wanted to be a very small artist. So rather than stick around, uh, I decided to just, uh, part ways. And now I'm releasing a record called Experiments in Time and it's, it's my, I guess you might say it's my mid-fi opus uh, because it comes right from my double-wide trailer here in Washington State. That's, I guess, what I was curious about. about 
your LP is coming out next week. And I was wondering, the LP that we're going to hear, we'll hear some tracks from it as well in our Eduardo Human Serviette radio show. Could have you released that on XL? Would have XL released that type of recording? I, I think XL would have released it, but Hot Charity wasn't going to release it because Hot Charity wanted Hot Charity wanted to curate everything. Hot Charity wanted me to collaborate with uh, fancy producers, and, and I'm just not interested in producers. I don't. I don't want my record. I don't want my work produced. You know, in, in my mind, everything that comes from me is completely complete. <laughs> to be a little redundant, and uh, I just don't feel that. Uh, I don't feel that Hot Charity was respecting that any longer. They wanted. They wanted to. You know, expedite my development in their in their minds. That's what but I was. I, I just believe that everybody. I believe that everybody's already complete in, in whatever they choose to uh, present themselves. Well, I guess that's what I was curious about when I mentioned the live album. Would have that satisfied everybody? Would have that satisfied Life Charity? Because your live show is so incredible, just capturing that. What about a live album? I, I never liked live music. I, I, I never even wanted to perform live. And, and, you know, like, when it comes to my favorite artists, I never, ever buy their live albums. I, I love that I love the idea of uh, recording a record by yourself and and uh, tricking people into believing that it all happened at the same time. And, uh, you know, I like that idea of merging time periods. Uh, you know, you have a synth from, from, from this time period, and then maybe uh, 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 a week or two later you have... Uh, a sense from a different time period or a voice from a different time period and layering all of that uh, and allowing it to be uh, not mixed by a professional producer, you, you get, you hear those rooms, you hear elements of those rooms. You might even hear a vacuum cleaner. And so uh, I think that's really, really great. And uh, when you take all that away and you clean it up, you, you transport it to nowhere and then those live records, you know, I, I don't want to hear people clapping. <laughs> I, you know, live, live music to me is very pretentious and because you can hear the performer performing, whereas, you know, personal music is, there's nobody there. There's nobody around, and, and I think that everything is always more holy when you're alone. For your particular record that's coming out, Experiments in Time, and that's coming out next week, Right. Well, yeah, on the 8th of August. It's streaming now on Pitchfork. If people want to check it out, go to Pitchfork and check it out or listen to the Nardward Human Serviette Radio Show. We're going to be playing a couple tracks. It's called Experiments in Time. And I refer back again to the interview I did with you in Vancouver, BC, Canada, where I thought you did put on an amazing live show. You said you kind of don't like live performances, Willis, but do you remember anything about that live show in Vancouver? Because I thought it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I, that's the first time I ever met you, and uh, uh, it was a good show. I mean, you know, uh, when you're when you're doing tours and stuff, uh, sometimes uh, you can be you can come out on a bad night. You know, when your voice is a little tired. But I remember my voice being healthy that day and uh, feeling really good about that show. Your dancing was great too. Where did you learn to dance? Oh, I, I learned to dance in the in the clubs. Actually, I would uh, when I used to work for the thrift store. I used to buy 
I used to buy or steal, uh, like maybe a three piece suit or something from the thrift store that I worked at. And, uh, you know, sometimes it would be fluorescent green or sometimes it would be mustard yellow with stripes. And I had a pocket full of money because I was living with my grandmother at the time. And, uh, I paid her rent, but like, I didn't have any other bills. And so, you know, public transportation is good in Chicago. So you, you go down there on Thursday, Friday, Saturday night with your new fluorescent green suit and your brand new fresh haircut and $400 in your pocket. And you get out there on the dance floor and you alienate the hell out of yourself. And so, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much how you do it. Well, the Chicago dance floor was transmitted to Vancouver that night at the Biltmore. Absolutely incredible. And in the interview that I did with you that I just played, you mentioned about your next record possibly being influenced by Screaming Jay Hawkins. And I guess what I was curious about, for this new batch of songs that you have coming out, Experiments in Time, Who Knows I Am, Traveling Eyes, etc., what were these songs influenced by? Was there some Screaming Jay influence in them? No, no, not at all. I wanted to get as far away from Screaming Jay as possible <laughs> because I've changed, you know. Like, I think I probably said Screaming Jay because I thought that that's what wanted, what people wanted to hear from me. And I was totally uncertain of, of you know, what I wanted to do. At this point, um, I'm, 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 you know, living in Washington, I feel less inclined to, to yell and uh, bang on things and to be very, very... Um, animated in that way. And and these songs are very, very quiet and very contemplative. And I would say these songs are more uh, inspired by the music of uh, Vincent Gallo and some of Cat Power's earlier stuff. Um, and uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Um, I don't know. Inya? I like Inya. <laughs> it's probably inspired by some of that stuff. Oh, and Chet Baker. I, I can't forget about fucking Chet Baker, like the new version of Monotony, definitely. That guy's voice is unbelievable. And we're speaking here to Willis Earl Beal, whose new record, Experiments in Time, comes out on August 8th on CD Baby. CD Baby? Yes, sir. I went to cdbaby.com last night and got this message. We are currently undergoing site maintenance. We will be back shortly. Thanks, the CD Baby team. It's on. Uh, it's also on iTunes and Amazon. Okay. So if you can't get it on CD Baby, you can get it on iTunes or Amazon. That's good to know. It's back up on CD Baby, but I was a bit shocked that they were undergoing site maintenance there when I tried to check out to see if I could get your new LP, Experiments in Time. Could you describe the album artwork, Willis Earl Beale? What's the Hartford Insurance Christmas Party picture that's on there? Um, that was just a... Uh, my wife and I, we were walking in a museum uh, on New Year's Eve, and... Uh, there was, there was all this cool stuff. Like there were pictures, there were, uh, artifacts. There was just, uh, there's just all sorts of things. And that was just a photograph that she photographed. And, uh, the, the other thing on top of that, uh, with the, the silver stuff that was also in the, in the, in the museum. And, uh, the other picture, like all of this stuff that was on the front cover happened in, in, 
in one day on New Year's Eve. It was just different moments of the day. Could you and tell the people? I actually had the picture. I had the picture before I had the title. Could you tell the people expressly about what's on the cover, the pictures, because they can't see it right now, what's on the cover? I mentioned there's a picture of a Hartford Insurance Christmas party. Can you describe the cover of your record, Willis Orobiel? Yeah, yeah. There's a... Uh, in the upper right-hand... Oh, so so basically, the, the record, uh, the front cover is four squares. It's black, white, silver. Black, white, and silver. And... Uh, so in the upper right-hand corner, there's kind of a uh, there's a picture of, of of me sitting at a table, but you can hardly see my face, and you see my hands, and then there's some cups in the foreground, and uh, right in the darker part, right under the table, it says "in." It has the word "in" in it, and then on the upper right-hand corner, um, uh, there's a there's kind of an art project like a it looked like it looked like somebody's experiment and it's all spray painted silver and there's this little action figure inside this all silver uh, atmosphere and there's an alligator and it just seemed like somebody like like put all these different little uh, uh, things inside this one little box and spray painted it silver and it looks really cool it has this sort of retro-futuristic look about it, but also old. Um, and so, and it says experiments in that box. In the lower right-hand corner uh, is my face with a mask on. I wear a mask now and a hat. And it just has my name right next to it, Willis Earl Beal. And then on the lower left-hand corner, there's... Uh, what's in the lower left-hand corner, my war? Oh, yeah the Hartford insurance picture. So there's just this old picture of this man holding a record and uh, he's wearing a bow tie and there's a woman in the corner and she's got these really old-fashioned glasses on and it, right in the corner of that picture it says Hartford insurance Christmas party. And so that represents time. Um, so, you know, it, it experiments in time and then it was Earl Beale. All from the back, on the back of the, the cover, uh, there's a, um, uh, let's see, on the bottom, there's a, uh, there's a, a scene from uh, uh, one of my favorite films, The Trial, and it's got Anthony Perkins walking down, the, um, walking down the way and looking at a bunch of office people, and you can see all these fluorescent lights, and that's also black and silver and white, and on the top, there's these uh, uh, gray and white mountains uh, over the sea. So I wanted to sort of give the impression that there's these gray and white mountains in, like, there's a secret catacomb where there's all these office people sort of working on some mysterious project. So that's the art of the record. Experiments in Time by Willis Earl Beal. And we're speaking here live to Willis Earl Beal on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. If you have any questions for Willis Earl Beal, it's 604-822-2487, 604-UBCCITR, or you can tweet me 
at Nardwar. The live show that you played, Willis, can you describe that to the audience, the setup? I kind of alluded to it earlier with the reel-to-reel machine. I thought, as I keep saying the word incredible, it was incredible. It was incredible. But there's like you, a guitar, a reel-to-reel. For people that didn't see you, what was your live setup and how important was that? And could have you done more gigs like that with just you and the reel-to-reel? Well, you know, as I said, I don't really like gigs too much, but uh, that setup was, yeah, I mean, just as you described it, there's a, there was a reel-to-reel machine. Uh, I turned it on and off from the stage. It was somehow connected to the PA system, and uh, let's see what else is there. Uh, and then there was a guitar, and the guitar was not so emphasized because I only used it for one song, and... It was only sort of very, very light accompaniment. I used literally two strings, just a little electric guitar that I had. And outside of that, it was just all backing tracks. Um, and I would turn on, turn the, the real, real machine on and off, uh, you know, uh, and talk in between. And I had a bottle of Jack Daniels up there. And, uh, you know, it was just like... Um, I was getting steadily and steadily drunker and singing songs and dancing badly and pouring my heart out. And, and uh, the way I describe it is kind of like, you know, it, it, was, it was like masochism. <laughs> it was like uh, uh, some, somebody just viewing somebody uh, like a really self-deprecating uh, yet vocally harmonious person. So that was my live show. And I, I had this kind of forceful uh, loneliness about it. And I think people really responded to it. Uh, but that's why I don't like, I, I didn't really like it because it, it, it's hard. Uh, it's, it's hard to expose yourself that way, you know? How about the reel-to-reel player? Did it ever break or stop in all the gigs that you did? Did you have any trouble with it at all? Not one time. I just, you know, uh, I'm a wizard, so I just put a spell out there, and uh, it didn't break down. Willis Earl Beal, you're in the Northwest now. What brings you to the Pacific Northwest? Uh, trees. Lots and lots of trees. Uh, I've always been enchanted by the trees and the desert, and between the two, uh, I think I think my wife didn't did, doesn't dig the desert, so it was the trees. Your dream has been realized because, quote, my dream is to have an evergreen tree farm somewhere in Oregon. That was your dream that you kept saying. I my dream. Yeah, it hasn't it hasn't happened yet, but I'm you know like. To my surprise, as I was walking down, I was, I was riding my bike at night initially, and I saw an evergreen tree farm. And then, so come to find out, like, there's evergreen tree farms all over the place. So I have no choice but to believe that it's inevitable that I'll have an evergreen tree farm. I don't have it now, but somehow it's going to happen. I just know it. I noticed you have a P.O. box in Lacey, Washington. Yeah. And Lacey Washington is home of Slater Kinney Road. Slater Kinney, the band. Slater Kinney Road, Interstate 5, exit number 108. Lacey Washington, are you aware of that? They're a 90s band, right? Yes, they are. 
Yeah, I, I, I never, I never heard their music, but I, I was aware of the band, of the existence of the band. Because you're basically in Olympia, Washington, the home of K Records. Have you thought of hooking up with Calvin Johnson, Beat Happening, Dub Narcotic Studios, doing gigs at the Capitol Theater, like Olympia and Olympia Evergreen State College? There's so much good vibes there for Willis Earl Beale. There's so much I don't know about everything. <laughs> I had no idea about the the musical history of this place prior to coming. You know, things just sort of things just sort of arranged themselves in that way. Have you had a chance to explore any of the Olympia music history? Have you had a chance to meet Calvin yeah. Johnson from K Records? Or are you aware of any of that now? Because I think you'd fit right in there. Great. I, I think... You know what I think? I think, uh, well, I, I talked to some folks at Sub Pop Records, um, but I, I think I, I'm just, I feel like I'm not interested in all that stuff. You but know, I, I didn't come here for that. But do, yes, like, yes, Sub Pop. I came, I, I came here to, I, I, I sort of came here to, like, hear my own voice and stuff. I didn't really come here to, like, start attaching myself to uh, people. You know, like, I prefer just to be around the trees. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, uh, Olympia, Washington, K Records, they're legendary. You really should take a little trip on over there and talk to them because they're the guys that started it all. They were before Sub Pop Records, equally as important as Sub Pop Records. Sub Pop are great, too, but K Records, you got to get up with Calvin Johnson because I think it'd be amazing for you guys to hook up and do something since you are in Lacey, Washington. It's amazing. Could you, could you could you be the liaison? Because uh, I don't I'm not good at stuff like that. Sure, yeah, I can pass on his contact information because I think it would be great for you to hook up and go into his studio. He's got Dub Narcotic Studios where he's got this great recording studio all set up. It'd be amazing. I think you'd have a great time down there. Olympia is just the best for rock and roll. It's amazing, almost as good as Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And of course, you're listening right now to the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show, and we're live here with Willis. Earl Beal. Willis Earl Beal has a brand new LP coming out next week, right? Willis Earl Beal, Experiments in Time? Experiments in Time. What about the mask? You mentioned you wear a mask now. Has the mask got you in trouble at all, wearing a mask? I, I, you, you asked that question with a... With, I, I believe you know that it has. <laughs> um, I was in Amsterdam... And uh, I was wearing a different mask. I was wearing a full-face mask. And I was jogging. And I just, I don't know why I was wearing a mask and jogging at the same time. I just felt like doing it, you know. Silly Americans, they just like to do crazy things. And so that's what I was doing. And I left my passport and my cell phone at the house. And uh, I had my iPod. And so I didn't have a shirt on. I was wearing the mask. I was wearing jogging shorts, gym shoes. And uh, suddenly the cop stops me and he says, uh, take off your mask. Where are you going? And I said, well, you know, one question at a time. And no, I'm not taking off my mask. And I am jogging. And so he corners me and he says, what, do you think I'm some kind of bitch? And I asked him, I said, do you want me to answer that? And then he... He promptly accosted me and, uh, you know, put my hands behind his back. And he says, uh, you must think I'm some kind of bitch. He reiterated that. And then he ducked my head, 
under the car. And I guess all this talk about being a bitch was like his attempt at being a hard-ass American. It was his hard-ass American impersonation. It was pathetic. And so once I got in the car, I still had the mask on. And the mask was busted in such a way that it, you know, sort of it slipped down and it was like obstructing my breathing a little bit. So I started getting nervous and I was like, okay, okay, mask off. And he was like, no, no, you fuck with me. I fuck with you. And so we drive to the station and, uh, they don't tell me anything. They don't tell me what I'm charged with. They don't tell me anything. So I go in and, uh, I, I, I just sit in a room for like two hours, just in this blank room, uh, this holding cell. Finally, they come and get me, and they say, we're charging you with uh, failure to identify yourself or some shit. And uh, long story short, I ended up staying in that room for a very long time, and I wasn't actually, I didn't end up actually being officially charged with anything. And all they really did was take my money and said, well, give us $500 and we'll let you do it. And we have a call. We have a caller. Caller, are you there? I am there. Go ahead to Willis Earl Beale, caller. Uh, yes, um, uh, Willis Earl Beale, I love your music. It's, it's absolutely fabulous. And in the last Nardwar interview, uh, you were given a gift of a reel-to-reel. And I don't know if you guys discussed this, but I was wondering if you have used it in live performances. Now, wait a minute. For some reason, the, the phone went down. Oh! Could you... Could you, could you could you reiterate what the guy said? Not what? Oh, well, um, caller, go ahead one more time. Okay, I'll try it again. Uh, in the last interview that you had with Nardwar, uh, he gave you the gift of a reel-to-reel, and it was a immaculate-looking thing. I was wondering if you have used that in live performances. Oh, I haven't, uh, because my, my, my sound guy, I owed him money. And he said he was going to hold it for me, but after I didn't, after his, I didn't give him his money, I, I didn't feel like reaching out to him to get it again. Oh, I see. Oh, well, that's heartbreaking. A caller, could you tell Willis Earl Beale the importance of Calvin Johnson? Because Willis Earl Beale and Calvin are now in the same ta- town. I've, I heard that, yes. He, a, a fantastic songwriter, and K Records is a uh, monolith of record uh, companies. And you're in the same town. They're in the same town. I know. Sleater Kinney Road. All right, caller. Well, look. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all, caller? Not at all. Do 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 do. Do do. Thank you. And if anybody has any other questions for Willis Earl Bill, it's 604-822-2487, 604-UBCCITR. And Willis, we have a tweet question for you. All right. It's from Sue Crit. Sue Crit and Sue Crit asks, could you ask Willis about his dream collaborations? Okay. Uh, ask me about my dream collaboration. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if I have a dream collaboration. Um, I think I think I want to do a jazz record with Cat Power. I think that's the only kind of collaboration I would probably do at this point. Evergreen Mall has closed and will be demolished. That's in Chicago. Another evergreen word. Did you know about that? Evergreen Mall? Evergreen, 
Evergreen Mall is going to be demolished? It will be in Chicago because that was important to Will- Willis Orr. But what can you tell people at Evergreen Mall in Chicago? Shit, man. It's like where I got my first toys from. I mean, you know, Evergreen. It was actually Evergreen Plaza. And uh, my grandmother and I used to go there, and it was a magical place. I remember Santa Claus used to come on the roof in a helicopter on Christmas back in, in Evergreen Mall's heyday. And uh, it really just sort of slowly, slowly depreciated over time to the point where they hardly, they barely had any stores in the place. So it's really sad that, uh, to hear that happening, but everything is going down in Chicago. My grandmother's house is in foreclosure, and so everything's changed. You know, you know what they say, you, you, you can't go back home, you know what I mean? It's wild, too, that you worked at the Sears Tower, and it's now called the Willis Tower. Was it called the Willis Tower when you were working at it, Willis Orobiel? No, no, it was called the Sears Tower, and uh, they, they fired me uh, for breach of security or something like that. I'm security, and I breach security. Well, after... And, uh, and yeah, and then after they fired me, they, they named it the Willis Tower, but... It was totally unrelated. I think it's awesome. Some British dude bought it. They fired you to get rid of you, and yet you are going to be there forever. Exactly. That's how it is. Willis Erobiel, did the Army pay for your medical condition? Because you had a medical condition that caused you to be discharged from the Army. Did they pay for that? No, no. They gave me the papers, and I, I... to this day, I don't know if I was dishonorably discharged or medically discharged uh, because, uh, you know, I got in there and I was having some, 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 some I guess, uh, what you might say, interpersonal difficulties with, the, with my fellow uh, soldiers. And the stress of all that caused my intestines to involuntarily twist themselves. But I didn't know that that was the case at the time. So... They, they decided to discharge me on whatever ground because they figured, well, you know, no matter what, he's, he's a liability. And they initially told us all uh, uh, that we weren't going to Iraq. But one of my friends, uh, Private Green, uh, I was reading the paper one morning, uh, like a year after I, I wasn't there, and she had been patrolling a, a, a roof. And her, she wanted to be a gym teacher when she got out, and she got her right arm blown off. And, uh, so I can only assume that, you know, I don't, I don't like to say that, like, I was destined for other things, but I don't know. I guess I do believe in the power of intention and the law of attraction. And I think that my subconscious mind sort of, uh, combined with some other things that happened in, in, in the universe kind of helped me to dodge that bullet, uh, pun intended. Do you work out at all, Willis Earl Beal? Because you're in fine shape. Do you work out and like to get into the army? Do you work out? Well, I used to work out a whole lot, actually. I was in really good shape. But uh, the only thing I do now is ride my bike. Because I find that, I don't know, I, I get irritated with people who actually work out. I, get, I don't know. I just like to ride my bike and go for walks and go on hikes and stuff. You know? But I don't like proactively work out anymore. What was your workout routine? Ah, you know, I used to do uh, uh, 150 diamond push-ups. I do uh, 
35 pull-up. I had this bar that was connected to the garage and a, and, and a tree. And the bar was sort of suspended between the two, so I'd do 35 of those. Uh, I would do like 150 sit-ups. I'd jog for about two miles, uh, two miles uh, going and two miles coming. And then, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, what else did I do? Jump, uh, jump rope. And uh, I think that's about it. And I would do that three or four days a week. And we're speaking here live to Willis Earl Beale. And Willis Earl Beale has a new CD coming out, Experiments in Time, coming out next week, August 8th. Willis Earl Beale's Experiment in Time. And winding up here, have time for a couple quick more questions. Anybody wants to tweet at Nardwar, or you can call in 604-822-2487-604-UBC-CITR. From Chicago, you ended up in Albuquerque, New Mexico. What movie did you see that attracted you to go to Albuquerque, New Mexico? You probably know better than I do. <laughs> um... Let me see. Uh, off the map. It was a film called Off the Map. And after watching that, you're like, I got to go to Albuquerque? No, after watching that, I, 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 gotta, I said I have to go to New Mexico. Albuquerque was a consolation choice. I wanted to go to some place like, you know, that was um, like remote, like the movie. But I realized that ultimately I'm a city boy and I wouldn't be able to survive out there. So I had to choose Albuquerque. As I mentioned, you have a new CD coming out, Experiments in Time, streaming now at Pitchfork, and we're going to play a couple tracks coming up on a Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show. But also, if people go to YouTube and type in Church of Nobody, it'll come up a really interesting group of musical stuff that you've put together. What is the Church of Nobody? Go, go, tell, tell them to go to willisrobeal.com and, and, and then go to the Church of Nobody through there. So I guess go to willisearlbeal.com, yeah, and then you can check out the Church of Nobody. Who's in your band for the Church of Nobody episodes? Like, you have a guy from Cerebro Ballsy, and how did you film those episodes? They look amazing. Yeah, um, uh, a guy named Jamie James Medina actually filmed that. Um, actually, Jamie James Medina, he, he, he filmed it, and another guy called Eric, Eric K. U like Y-U-E, and uh, they filmed it, and uh, I don't know how it was done. And uh, the guys in my band, uh, the guy on keyboard uh, to the far right is Grant Jefferson. The guy on the drums was Jossette Nagast Landis. The guy on the bass guitar was actually not the guy from Cerebral Ballsy. He usually, he played in the band in my live shows, but... For some reason, he couldn't he couldn't perform that day. So, uh, Jaffet got his friend from from church to, to play bass, and unfortunately, I don't know his name. The Church of Nobody episode one. There's about three episodes, isn't there, of Church of Nobody? Any more scheduled at all? It's a great little series. Has King Cruel on it? Has you on it? What can you tell people about Church of Nobody? I wish there were some more episodes, but. But, you know, I don't really have the resources to, to make any more episodes at the moment. But, you know, if somebody out there wants to uh, pitch me, uh, if somebody out there wants to offer their directorial, 
their 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 camera skills, uh, I'd be willing to entertain that possibility. I'm sure. I'm sure. After I make some money off my record, I could afford to, to pay it. How about for touring? Are you playing Europe coming up? Were some tours canceled? And do you think there might be a Vancouver gig now that you're so close at all, Willis or Obiel? No, nah, I can't think of. I can't imagine there'll be. I mean, you know, like I don't. I like I said, I'm not keen on gigs, and and I'm definitely not keen on tours. Um, but. It's the way I've the way I've done it is I've, right now I've gotten a couple of private op, like offers for private shows, and so um, I'd come out if somebody invited me out. And but like as far as since I'm not working from a label, I can't uh, I can't right, rightly say that I, I can't say when I'll be back in uh, 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 British Columbia or any place in Canada for that matter. Were there some tours canceled? There were some tours canceled. And are you playing any gigs coming up this summer? Yeah, like I say, uh, I'm only playing two that I know of. I'm playing one in uh, in a festival called Vanfest. And I'm only doing that because the guy sent me an email, and it was a really sincere email, and he said, I like what you stand for, and so forth. And uh, I just, you know, decided to do that for practice. Uh, but really, like, and then also, uh, I'm going to be doing an, a, like a, a fashion show in New York. I'm going to be performing at a fashion show. But really, I just want to sell records. I just want to be like Jandek and stay home and sell records. Have people pay pay for the records and release music at my leisure and walk around and eat donuts and drink coffee. That's pretty much what what I'm interested in. You also I don't really want to be seen by people. I don't really want to be seen by people too much. Well, you were in that movie Memphis, and it got a good review in Variety. It said Willis Earl Beale gives a magnetic performance as a flailing musician in Tim Sutton's digressive, daring, experimental film. You got a great review. Yeah, yeah, it's about time. <laughs> but then on the other side, you've said that some people said you sabotaged a movie? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's always going to be sensationalism. And uh, they use that word. I don't think I use that word. If I did, I, I don't know. I didn't intend to. Um, you know what happened was I, I got into an, into an argument with Tim because it was a uh, it was a difficult film for me to do because I was playing sort of a version of myself, and he was asking me to. All of it is not you know shown in the film, but I started to feel like I was exploiting myself. And they were willing to allow me to exploit myself in the search for authenticity. And, uh, you know, uh, it's like uh, Marlon Brando gone wrong, you know. Um, uh, you know, a little bit too much method acting. But, you know, Tim and I resolved our conflicts, and the film we came up with uh, ended up being better because of the turmoil. But I never... Uh, in- I never intended to, 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 to sabotage the film. That was uh, sensationalism, my Rolling Stone. Well, the Variety headline was excellent, where it says you give a magnetic performance. So that's really awesome there. And you also made your own animated movie, Principles of a Protagonist, too. Yeah, yeah. That was featuring your own art, and you had an art show at Other Music in New York. Have you done art for other bands? What about your art? You said you may not be playing that many more gigs. What about your own art? Are you going to get your art out there? 
you know, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't plan things out. Um, I sort of just allow things to happen. You know, everything in my life is totally intuitive and ephemeral. Um, and I think that's, that's been to my benefit, but it's also been to not my demise, but, you know, some bad things have happened as a result of that and some good things have happened. So as far as my art or any plans to do anything, it's kind of like I just do whatever I feel like doing when I, when I feel it, you know? Last... And I, I, I can't remember. I'm, I'm painting. I'm painting now. I'm doing watercolor painting. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll post them to my uh, Tumblr page or something. What about the artwork you did for your record? What did Cat Power think of the artwork when you finally met Cat Power? Because Cat Power is in the cover of your record before you even met Cat Power. What did she think of the artwork when she saw it? She didn't know it was her because um, the breasts are too big. She said, she said the breasts are too big. But did you ever tell her? And 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 that that was her. That was her when she was younger. Uh, that was her from the uh, from the moon pick days. So it was hard for her to recognize herself. But do you think maybe you'll do some cover art for her for one of her releases coming up? Perhaps that's what I was wondering about doing art for other bands. Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, sort of. I sort of take all covers. Um, I, I, I'd be open to the idea. And, the price was right. You know? and, and lastly, what's the Carlisle like in New York? You love going to the Carlisle in New York. The Carlisle's an elegant place. Uh, I don't like the, their rule of, of how you can't wear a hat and they have like a dress code. Um, but otherwise, it's a really elegant place. And uh, Woody Allen plays plays music there every Monday night, uh, and he charges a hell of a lot of money to get in. I've never seen him play, but maybe I'll be able to see Woody Allen play one day. Have you had any fried grasshoppers recently at all, Willis Earl Beale? I have not, and that, you know, you, you lose that kind of eclecticism when you leave New York, but maybe I'll be able to find some out here. There's a... I don't know. Are, are, fried, are, are fried grasshoppers a Mexican cuisine or a, a Spanish cuisine? I'm not exactly you know? too up on that. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's Mexican, and so there's a pretty good Mexican population out here. So maybe I'll be able to happen upon some. Right now, well, it's, it's, it's a Oaxacan tradition. Right now, Willis Orbeel, going to end right now with a couple tracks off your brand new LP, Experiments in Time, that's released next week, August 8th. Where again can people get your LP? Because you're putting this out yourself. Where again can people get it? They can get it um, uh, from CD Baby, uh, iTunes, Amazon, uh, and uh, actually, you can actually... You could send me a money order if you wanted to, if you wanted to get like an autographed copy. I throw in a couple of bonus tracks. So, you know, you could also send me send a money order uh, for 10 Smackers to uh, my uh, my P.O. box on my, uh, my P.O. box. And the P.O. box address is on com. It, it used to be. But 
you go through the uh, you go down to the Tumblr page and it's on there. The Willis Earl Beale Tumblr page. Yeah, the book of it's called the Book of Nobody. Yeah, the Book of Nobody. So we're gonna hear a couple tracks. So the, yeah, the, yeah, let's let's uh, let's play them. What tracks would you like? Oh, I thought we'd play. What tr- actually? What tracks would you like to hear? I thought I was gonna play. Who knows? And I am maybe traveling eyes. Which tracks would you like to hear? And what can you tell the people what we're gonna hear? Willis Earl Beale. Uh, let's see. Play uh, play traveling eyes. I think it's a, it's a really peaceful, um, idyllic. Uh, a folk song. Uh, it's been described by Stereo Gum as kind of an impression, an impressionistic uh, spiritual. Well, thanks so much for calling into the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show here today, Willis Earl Beale. Really appreciate it. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Um, I, you know, it, it, it seems like nobody's listening, <laughs> but. But I'm sure they, they are. So I just want to let everybody know that, uh, you know, uh, thank you, whoever you are, for having support for my music. And to also understand that I'm not a blues singer, nor am I a soul singer. I'm just a singer, just a musician. And uh, live long and prosper. And why should people care about Willis Beale? Why should people care? That is a terrible question to ask me, but I guess it shouldn't. I mean, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm going to answer that question directly. I'm going to say the reason why people should care about me is because they should care about my music because I'm trying to uh, uh, be a catalyst for, for consciousness expansion. And unlike a majority of today's music, uh, none of my music is really irreverent with the exception of Toilet Parade. And, uh, yeah, uh, because, you know, it, it's about consciousness expansion, and, and that's the reason why you should care about Willis Earl Beale. Well, thanks much, Willis Earl Beale. Here we go with Traveling Eyes from the brand-new upcoming release by Willis Earl Beale Experiments in Time out next week. Thanks so much, Willis Earl Beale. Keep on rocking in the free world. Thanks a lot, Narwar. And do do uh, sorry. Uh, no, actually, do do. No, no, no. no. Uh, Chris Horrific already got me on that one. Do do the loot do. Willis. Do do. Yes. All right. Thank you. All right. Down the hallways of time The glow is coming from the north While our third and fourth screens Chime in rhyme When I detect the moonlight wave Parting fog down by the bay I feel okay Slow 
on the magic rays The apprehension of the noon Has given way and sway buffoons To the evening's kiss Far from the fury of before Much too weary to ignore our reminisce There is no line except the curve We will find the needed nerve to lose our breath They'll resign the use of words And cease their dining from the herds That are left But until then we'll be the Zen Our sleepy lenses To descend to silly Defend me when it's windy and I'm nude. The reflected blueness on the sea reflects the truth of you and me. No voice can tell. No, no, no. To be subdued. By cooing breeze And hear the rustling Of the leaves Is just Just as well A reunion Lost and long All rights reserved Reverse the wrongs So old and new Don't intend to pursue Despite our choices or decisions Traveling eyes won't lose their vision
disillusions, wastelands populated, furious confusion, these places domesticated, isolated, perverse, in reverse, eternal thirst, interruption extends, middle ground, or are we cursed, liquefy, vaporize, disillusion of our eyes and skies, the only prize, marriage of truth and lies, my disguise can't hide underneath where they reside, pierce ground to reveal, we won't feel where we will lie, who knows, those apocalyptic scenes are serene, all things are careen and we can't know what they mean, who knows, those apocalyptic scenes are serene, all things are careen and we can't Scenes are serene, all things are green and we can't 